You can have a giant bee infestation in your living room and people be like, no, then you have to save the bees. It's like, they're in my house. Yeah. What are you doing? They're not paying fucking rent. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Christmas Eve day of recording. It's feeling festive in this motherfucker. Phil, put your headphones on. How you doing, Phil? Merry Christmas Eve, my friend. Merry Christmas. You know, I've been saying Happy Christmas a lot this year. Happy Christmas Eve. Not a fan of that. I like it a lot better. Why do we say Merry Christmas? Why is it not Happy Christmas? It's Happy Everything Else. Because Christmas cheer is a tier above everything else. So you're saying the Merry is higher than the Happy? Yeah. So when it's my birthday on January 9th, you're going to say, hey, Merry Birthday. Fuck it, I'm still feeling festive. No, it's happy birthday. Yeah, see, it doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. Because you're in eighth tier, but Christmas is in S tier. I'm sorry. Christmas is the best, It's just the way it works. I woke up today. I cleaned my house. I I was playing music, right? Having fun wiping the granite countertop, I got to tell you. I put a little bit of of soapy soap on a little paper towel. (laughs) Circular motion. I'm just picturing like no dust, nothing on the countertops. You're just cleaning for no reason. It was already spotless. It was a little bit dirty, so I had to take care of it. Opened up some presents early. You know, I had to put the wrapping paper in the garbage. I got a notification today that the Tesla had an update. I was just telling you this before the show. I saw an Instagram post by their main account, and there was Santa dancing in front of a car and had like a light show. So I'm hoping I got that light show feature Mm. because I would like to dance in front of my car and post a nice little piece of content for everybody to watch. I want Elon to hang dong in one of these updates. Hang dong? Yeah. Explain. I just want his dick and balls to oh, be out. His actual dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like hang dong. You know I've never I mean? heard that phrase. I want to hang some dong. You've never heard Instead that? Instead of the mistletoe, his dong. You just slap it a yeah. little bit. In movies, like, oh, does he hang dong? You've never heard that? No, I have never have. Damn, dude. But yeah, no, that would be a great update. You know, it's a good movie when they hang dong. Yeah. I respect any actor who hangs dong. Yeah. I'm going to start hanging dong. Speaking on the of, podcast, I'm just going to put it right on the table. Speaking of hanging dong. Dong. <laughs> You saw the new Spider-Man. We talked about it, right? Saw it twice in theaters And Willem Dafoe's in there. He's in it. You know, he's got a notorious dong that he hangs. Bro. Big meat stick. His stromboli was so goddamn big. They thought they had to give him a prosthetic because people wouldn't believe that that's his actual dong. Where did you hear this? I've seen it. You've seen his dong. I could show it to you. Do you know him personally? No, I mean, but it's, he's famous for his dong in Hollywood. Good for him. Yeah, he's. Good for him. He's blessed. He's the goblin. (laughs) Yeah, he's the green goblin. Your debts must be paid, (laughs) Spider-Man. Dude, he was getting his ass beat in one scene. Minor spoiler, but he was loving it. He was like, (laughs) every time he got hit, I was like, yo, this is the energy that I need when I start fighting. I heard he was similar to like the Joker. Like that's a similar. Yeah, he did. He did have some Joker vibes for sure. I heard he like carried that role though he was like the main villain out of all the villains that were in based on sheer acting alone dude he's incredible alfred alfred molina is also excellent that's dr octopus Mm. but everyone did a great job jamie fox his role is like completely redeemed he had some of the funniest lines he's electro he's got electricity oh my god how many villains are in there six right there's electro doc ock green goblin sandman lizard and i'm pretty sure that's all of them five Five, but the Sinister Six allegedly is coming. My boy Tommy H, Tommy Hollins, three new Spider-Man movies Wait, coming. Who's the six though? So I don't think that is going to be the Sinister Six. What we think and what's rumored is it's going to be Scorpion, Craven, Morbius, Venom. I think there's. Yeah, there's obviously two others to make the six. I'm right. not sure who they're going to be, but they could really take it anywhere. I'm pretty sure the Sinister Six and a lot of the comics changed the six members anyway. Mm. But uh, the black symbiote suit, I'm just saying, I hope we see that in the future. I got to be careful with the spoiler talk over here. Have I get way you too seen on this, this man on YouTube? Which man? What are we talking about? He makes the superhero tech suits. No. Which, by the way... When I'm 10 pounds lighter, I am 1 trillion percent ordering a replica Spider-Man suit. So his channel is called J Laser Video. J Laser. Oh, I have seen this. The Venom suit that like moves. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to check that out. It's the craziest shit. It literally looks like the symbiote and it looks like it's alive. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It's that like Pharaoh magnet. I forget the name of it. Mm. You ever play with those things as a kid? Yeah. Where you would like throw it at the ground. It would like bend and contort and you could like put your finger into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It looks like black snow. Yeah. You ever play with Play-Doh? I was a big Play-Doh kid. Yeah, I love Play-Doh. Just... I like the smell of it. Oh, yeah. That's why I just... 
took a big inhale. But seven days ago, he's got a video with seven million views climbing a skyscraper with Spider-Man wall climbing technology. Dude, that's a million views a day. Can you imagine a million views a fucking day? I mean, look at that. He's on his wall. Yeah, my man's literally climbing. That's crazy. <laughs> See, Pretty like, cool. I got to tell you, I've seen, like, the Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise. There's one of the films where he climbs the tallest building in Dubai, and he has these devices. They're basically gloves. I saw that scene. Yeah, and he just climbs. Why is that not, like, a real thing? And if it is a real thing, where do I purchase said It kind of gloves? is. He kind of does it in the video. It's electromagnetism, mm. but it he can't do it like all willy nilly like sustained period of time and very quickly. Well, he had a rope attached attached to him in case he fell off. Mm. Yeah, for sure. You got to be careful. You got to have the proper precautions. But it does work. That's another hobby that I would love to dabble into. Climbing. Rock climbing, I dude. Like you would be good. I've gotten over to rock climb TikTok, rock talk, bruh. The upper body strength of these humans. I feel like I'm built for the it. The finger strength, dude. Yeah, you got to really be able to grip into the... You know, when we actually blow up on this podcast, we start doing things like Finny and... Finny. That's that could just, be our name. Yeah, that's Finny. That's <laughs> just Finny. Finny goes rock climbing. No, it's like Philion and Vinny. They go rock... They go bouldering. We should do like a... The whole premise will be competition-based. Who could get to the top of this wall faster? Who could curl their half their body weight? Or we could just reps. have fun, you know? I don't know, man. I got that competitive edge. Listen to this crack. You ready for this? Oh, nothing there. Okay, well, shit. guess I did it right before the show started. Oh, there it is. I don't have the mic pulled up to my neck. So it's Christmas Eve, Phil. And for all of you watching this, it's what, the day after Christmas? So let us know in the comments what you guys do for uh, Christmas, the holidays. And a very Merry Christmas to our family, from our family to yours. What do you got going on this evening? Because I'm telling you right now, I'm eating like a fat bastard. Oh, yeah. It's not even going to be normal. The amount of food that I'm going to consume this evening. We're doing a honey-baked ham at my aunt's house. Describe it. Describe it. Have you ever had one of those? Oh, I've had a honey-baked ham, Phil. So you I get them from a company ham. called Honey-Baked Ham Company. Fuck yeah, dude. You can get honey-baked ham other places, but they don't make them like honey-baked ham does. They don't make them like the honey-baked ham company does. I don't know the, the procedure, but they get a big hunk of meat mm. and they bake it for a long period of time in sugar and honey. So when you slice into this bad boy... It's got the golden crust on the outside with some caramelized sugar. Oh, my goodness. But it seeps into the meat, so the entire pig tastes fucking glorious. What's your favorite part of it? Like uh, a good hide? Like a good hide of the pig? The skin? Well, dude, the skin is ferocious. Well, uh, my dad makes a pork. Well, the hide is the skin. Yeah. Oh, is that really what it is? Yeah. Oh, I was just fucking around. I thought I just was making a joke about the ass of the pig. No. The skin is amazing, though. You're talking about the hind quarters? The hind quarters, yes. The butt? The butt. The buttocks. Or the shoulder, because the butt and the shoulder are the same thing. Pork shoulders. I'll run, through a, fucking I'll run through a wall, Braxton. I'll do it right now. But yeah, the skin... It's so fatty, but it's so good, especially when you let it sit for a little bit and it gets crunchy. Mm. And you take a bite of that crunchy fucking skin. Oh, fuck. I might have to stop by the crib, dude. Yeah. Are you hosting? No, my aunt is. Aunt's ho oh, yeah, we talked about this. It's right, it's right by. I might have to stop by. I'm going to my, my grandmother's. Who are you? I'm the ham guy. <laughs> I'm here to deliver the ham and eat the ham. Did you see that headline of the people who sniff hams for a living? Sniff hams? What is the purpose of sniffing to like figure out what the best ham is? Expert ham sniffers in Spain are exhausted from sniffing 800 hams a day. Yeah, you'd be pretty tired sniffing a lot of ham. A dream job for some, a nightmare for others. Why is that a dream job for anyone? <laughs> yeah, why would you want to just sniff anything all day? Okay. Cinco Jotas, a 142-year-old company in Spain, has a team of expert ham sniffers. And they are exhausted. This has the to be satire. Dude, this can't it's be not. The company specializes in traditional production methods of acorn-fed Iberian ham. And part of its quality control methods is having trained workers smell the product before it can be sold. So here's my next question. What is this guy getting paid? Is he getting racks for this? Or is it minimum wage? They just pay him in hams. Oh my, can you imagine? No, nothing in his bank account, but he's got ham whenever you need it. Listen to this. This makes me feel like it's satire, but it's not. Manuel Vega Dominguez who has been doing quality control since 1998, told Wall Street Journal that all his inhaling is putting him at the limit of human possibility. Still, Dominguez is not dissuaded. If duty calls, he's willing to try and get some more hams in. I will find a way to sniff 801, he told Wall Street Journal. Perhaps 802 is possible. You know what he's saying? 
Translation, I'm prepared to die yeah. sniffing these hams. Well, I, I appreciate the tenacity and the uh, the rigorous nature of his craft. Prepare to shell out as much as $1,400 for a 14 to 15 pound bone-in ham. Listen, good food ain't cheap and cheap food ain't good. You can get three ounces of sliced ham for thirty-two fifty. Jesus Can you Christ. like call this guy on a hotline and say, listen, Dominguez, I'm going to need some of that ham, my guy. Pull up to the party. Do you think you can train your nose to be like more acute? Like, I'm does sure this guy have can. a better woofer than all of us? He has to. Well, he's probably gets right up in there. But like, how do you, you ever smell a lot of different things at once and then you can't discern between what you're smelling? Yeah. It just all becomes like a melting pot of sense. Yeah. Or if somebody <laughs> rips ass and like there's a candle in front of you, now you got the mixed sense, you know? Mm. You know how they always say like you can't smell your own farts? No, they don't say that. They don't say that? No. Isn't it something like your own uh, your own body produces? A, what is it? Your, your scent is actually not as bad to you as it is to others. That's yeah, you kind of like your own farts. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder what this guy fucking after he smells some ham. I wonder if he just like eats it, farts it out, and then just goes <laughs> even better, <laughs> processed, so much better going it's through complete. my rectum. Mm. But like, how sensitive is this guy's nose? I would think if anything. It's actually damaged. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? You ever just keep going like, after a while, you just, you don't even smell shit anymore. Why not get a dog and train it to sniff the hams? Imagine this guy got COVID, knock on wood, hope it never happens. You know, <laughs> this guy's out of job. He's out of a job. <laughs> Can't smell shit. He loses fucking taste Holy and smell. shit. He shows up to work. He's just like, I cannot smell the hams anymore. They got to keep this guy isolated from yeah. everyone he's a He's, treasure he better stay quarantined especially with this omnicron Holy fucking going shit. around he needs to be able to keep his job you know you brought up the honey and we were briefly talking about this before the show i went to this really uh, fancy italian place this week and they had a chicken cutlet shaped like a pizza so let me explain again so we're looking around we see all these pizzas on like a stand and we can't find pizza on the menu so the waiter comes around. We're like, can we get the pizza? He's like, it's actually not a pizza. It's a chicken cutlet Parmesan. Yeah. We're like, okay, let's try it. So literally to explain this to you guys, it was a circular, gigantic piece of chicken cutlet cut into eights like a pizza. First of all. It acts as the crust. Let me tell you something right now. I've had a lot of Italian food in my day. <laughs> a chicken cutlet at this caliber, Philip was to die for. And they brought out, the reason why I brought this up on the show, they brought out a little pot of honey with a honeycomb, mm. and you would fucking take the honey and put it on the chicken parm. Holy shit. And I know it sounds maybe a little odd. It doesn't. Upon first listening. It doesn't. Dude, the 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 salty taste mixed with the sweet taste, I thought I was going to fucking launch through the ceiling. <laughs> Levitate. Bro, you know that meme of SpongeBob where he yeah. fucking comes out of his body? That's what I felt at this fucking place. It was delicious. It was called uh, Quality Italian. There you go. Really fucking good. They pound that chicken cutlet so thin so it acts as like the, the base for the pizza. Dude, it was pretty fucking thick. Oh, it was thick Bro, too? it was literally this thick. It it looked like... Here, let me show you a picture. It was it was pretty fucking Where wild. are they getting these chickens from? Bro, I have no idea. Did they super glue two chickens together? They might... Look at this. Look at the fucking... It looks like a pizza. Oh, that's thick. Yeah, dude. And it was, it was filling. Like super fucking filling. <laughs> I'll put a picture on the screen for you guys. Pizza. I'm gonna write down pizza, chicken. One of the best pizza cutlet. places that I like near me, they do the Neapolitan style pizza. So it's like the brick oven, right? Gotta love it. But they do a spicy super sod. So it's basically like pepperoni on top yeah. with Mike's hot honey on there. Holy shit. Honey with meats is. But it's hot honey. So it's Ooh, spicy. So it's like regular honey, but there's like a little bit of a zing at the end. With crushed red pepper flakes, I'm gonna fucking yeah, dude. There I'm was pepper. Die. There was pepper in this too. When I die, just put that in my face. When I die, bury me with the honey, bitch. It made me want to get bees and like harvest my own honey in my backyard. I'm telling you, man. There's a guy near me that sells organic honey, and he makes it. So sick. I saw a video on TikTok the other day. There was a bee infestation in this person's house, bro. They shot. It just, it looked like yellow mustard. It looked like mustard. <laughs> Slime the bees. And it would, it would expand similar like to foam. toothpaste. It was crazy. And it just, the whole wall would be like. 
And people are like, that's so fucked up to the bees. Yeah. And then people were explaining, listen, these, these bees infiltrated the home. They were making it inhabitable. Listen, people always jump through fucking hoops to make the humans look bad. I feel like if uh, yeah, he's doing you, his can job. Have, you can have a giant bee infestation in your living room and people be like, no, you have to save the bees. It's like they're in my house. Yeah. What are you doing? They're not paying fucking rent. Get the fuck out of here. They're biting my kids. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's a disaster in here. You're, you're, you're literally going to hell. You're going to fucking rot. Killing well, all the bees. Listen, when I get to hell, there'll be maybe bees there, but I don't want bees in my fucking house while I'm living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Va fungul. What are you going to do? Va fungul and medicrisms of Elisa Navidad. Bees ain't, ain't belong in my house. I would punch every bee in the face. It's a Dane Cook skit right there. I hate bees. Fuck bees. Nah, bees are all right. I told you the time I talked to Dane Cook, right? No. I can bring this up on the show. You talked to Dane Cook? I had a brief interaction with Dane Cook. So Where? In on person? S- on Snapchat. What? <laughs> yep. Snapchat? You so sus. So basically, one night he, he had tweeted or maybe he posted on his Snapchat. He was basically saying, yo, I'm going to be on Snapchat tonight answering questions. So it was at the end of the... It was at... Ending at 11 p.m., let's say. And okay. I wrote to him at like 11.15. I was like, Dane, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I hope you still answer my question. And then he responded. This is April 6, 2017. Oh, it's his voice? I'm sorry, man. You're too late. I can't answer the question. Um, yeah, you're about eight minutes late. Um, if I was going to answer the question, I would have said I always wanted to be a comedian ever since I was a very young child. And I would watch The Tonight Show and people like Don Rickles, God rest his soul. And I think I thought to myself, you know what? That's where I belong with those guys. But you're too late. And again, I'm not going to be able to really get to that question uh, at this point. So your loss. That's pretty Yeah, funny. so I obviously asked him what made you want to become a comedian. I'm sure he's answered that question about 18 million times, but it was late. And I wanted to get a question in, you know? But he's always been my favorite comedian. And dude, it's he's always been known he had a MySpace back in the day when MySpace was still I huge. I remember him and being he, huge in the early he, 2000s. Yeah, he changed the comedy game because he was the first like digital comedian that would post stuff to his per- website. He was the first tuber. He was one of the first tubers. And uh, that interaction with fans, man, like I always remember that moment. And to me, like when I get a DM and I respond to somebody, you have no idea how impactful that is. You know, like I will always remember, yo, out of all these influencers and celebrities and you know you encounter some every once in a while it's like yo dane cook took fucking whatever that was 35 seconds just to respond to me and it made my now fucking you gotta year. pay for that on cameo absolutely see that's where everything's just becoming institutionalized yep. everything's about business you know why phil because if it don't make dollars it don't make sense here's my retort if you're making memories then it makes sense holy shit you hear right? that? i'm starving you're thinking about honey baked ham Thinking about that chicken cutlet. Bro, mm. I've been eating like a fucking fiend. This is my problem at the end of every year. I always go, yeah, I'm going into the new year shredded. That's great. McVin coming back. McVin. 2022. Knock, knock. Who's there? McVin. It's dangerous, man. Because I'm going to my grandmother's tonight, and I'm sure there's going to be rainbow cookies and cheesecake. And don't don't even fucking start in the comments about, oh, what's a rainbow cookie? Fucking Google it, all right? <laughs> and don't tell me it's a cake, because it's not. It's a cookie. Thank Oh, for once. For once, it's not called agree. a rainbow. That's what cake? I'm saying, bro. Who calls it that? First of all, I did a stream like it might have been around this time last year. Hundreds of people. We don't even know what that is. I'm like, you uncultured, you uncultured fucks, you uncultured swine. But to be fair, apparently it's a very New York centric thing. Yeah. Well, well, if you're not living in New York, what are you doing? If you're not your living life? in New York, what are you doing? What well, are you I really doing? thought about this. Like, oh, rainbow cookies are so the best state good. is New York. Like, that's just it. No bias. There's no 100%. bias. 100%. Yeah, we got a lot of litter and pollution. Our water so sucks. What? We no, got our bagels. water's great. The New ocean, York City water? The ocean water? Oh, you mean the ocean yeah, water. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go to Long Beach. <laughs> better wear a hazmat suit. You're going to leave with glass shards in your fucking yeah, foot. Yeah, but like, who's going there? That's like the, the dirty lagoon from SpongeBob. Yeah, the good lagoon. Yeah. If you want nice water, you go out to Montauk, the Hamptons. That's true. You got to drive a little bit. Listen, New York's a big place. But it's worth it. I love it here. I love it here so much. Why do we always gush over New York? You know, I, I take I take a lot of pride in that, though. We have a lot of nationalism for but, our beautiful state. But we're state. not like the cringy, like, fucking New Yorkers. You know what I mean? No, no, no. We're just strong islanders. We're top tier, dude. We're island boys from strong <laughs> island boy. You see, Jake Paul said I, I would have slapped the shit out of them if I was there for that George Janko interview. He said they're punks. <laughs> and he stood up and he, and he kept going. They said, oh, to George, I'm, we're thugging, we're thugging. He goes, 
you're 90 pounds. <laughs> I would have slapped this shit out of them. I was like, yo. George said that or? No, Jake said no. that. Because he said, you know, if they talk shit to me, it's not a big deal. But when you talk shit to my friends, that's where there's a problem. Also, we never really got into this too deep. But Amanda Serrano, um, she is arguably the greatest female fighter ever. And she signed to his uh, MVP promotional company. And she, I think she just got her biggest payday ever with that last fight, which is really fucking cool. Like, say what you want. We always meme and, and, and joke around about this stuff, but he's now making her a huge star, which is really fucking cool. Because, I mean, I don't think any casual fans, you know, that have been watching, well, I shouldn't say casual fans. Casual fans of boxing definitely know who she is, but right. I feel like casual people that just, you yeah, know. I didn't know who she was. I had no idea. And now I've been following her on Instagram. She's dope. And apparently, dude, she has no phone. She doesn't use GPS. She's on that Sigma female she grind She literally set. just grinds in the gym, and that's it. Lives with her sister in Brooklyn. There, She's a boxer, too. And she lives with the trainer. Remember the guy that was super annoying during the fucking fight? Yes. And he kept saying, like, ridiculous shit in the yes. post-fight interview. I'm pretty sure that's her trainer, and they all live together, and they just grind boxing. What did he say? He said some ridiculous shit. I can't remember. That fight, was not that crazy? Wasn't it racist? <laughs> he was saying some fucked up shit, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But, uh, dude, it's crazy how fast this year went by. That was August that we watched that fight at my house. Jesus Christmas. Exactly. Merry Christmas. What are you going to do? This is always the best time, too. I love the Christmas Eve, and it leads into Christmas. And that's all fucking great. And then you have, like, that what? We have the 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. You got 31st. Four, you got five days. 30 days after September. Yeah. September. You got five days. April, June, and November. To just chill and, and hang out with family and eat a lot of food and maybe, you know, get some last minute assignments and stuff done. Last minute work. And then you're at New Year's Eve. And the ball drops. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't understand people that wait in the cold and look at the ball drop. It's one of those bucket list things. No, it's not. I feel like it is. No shot. Well, maybe for you, you don't want to do it. You don't want to be in Manhattan surrounded by the Omnicron looking at the fucking ball drop. I'll show you some balls dropping. You want to see some balls dropping? Yeah. yeah. Come over to my house. Sheesh. Tuesday night. Tuesday night's ball drop night? Yeah. Shall I drop the balls every I'm gonna, Tuesday. I'm going to stop by. Speaking of bucket list, I looked to see. You're going to be mind blown. Maybe you won't be mind blown. I was mind blown. Okay. I went to see Super Bowl ticket prices. Phil, I want you to tell me right now, how much do you think the worst seats? $1,800. More. The wor I'm talking nosebleed. You probably can't even see the players. They're ants. $2,600. More. $3,100. More. More. $4,200. More. $8,000. Around eight to nine grand for the nosebleeds. Why would you do that? Bro, right in front of the fucking field. Thirty to 40000 Let's go. Tax write-off. Let's get this shit. Let's just start tax writing off everything. Let's just go to the Super Bowl. And we're going to make a sick piece of content right on the fucking 50-yard line. Holy shit, it's fucking Eminem! 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 Would he be there? He's performing. Oh, I Bro, forgot about that. Bro, the halftime show's Eminem, Dr. Dre, Kendrick, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. You see, whenever I see exorbitant prices like that, I have to ask, is that value matching that price? It, that's that's a that's an interesting question for the Super Bowl specifically because it depends. Are you a big football fan? Yeah, but like dude. because that's that's the conversation that I recently had. It's like, listen, I would love to go to see Eminem, but to spend that absurd amount of money, it you're you're paying more for the fact that it's the Super Bowl. Right. If Eminem went on fucking tour. If you took that 8000 you could probably get a VIP front row fucking handshake. You can get Eminem to jerk you off at that point. Well, listen, I don't know about that, but that's priceless. Yeah. We're talking now, empty my bank account. Let's get this shit. Top of the morning. Top of the Top morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. But, you know, for the if I was a huge football fan, and if my team got there, which I don't really, I'm not a huge football fan. So I don't really have a team. I like the Bucks. I like the Giants. You know what I never question, though? What's that? The amount of value you get from today's sponsorship manscaped this podcast is brought to you by manscaped.com christmas came early for us this year because we got gifted the new performance package by manscaped manscaped created the world's first all-in-one men's grooming kit that has you covered from head to toe 
literally. The Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless trimmer is built with advanced skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks and cuts on your most sensitive areas. It has this awesome LED light, which is really helpful for grooming on those cold, dark winter nights. And we also got some stocking stuffers for you guys. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. These things are a game changer. New to the collection is the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. I had no idea I needed it that bad, but I'm really glad that Santa hooked it up for me. Now, Phil, the Weed Whacker has these 360-degree rotary blades and the same skin-safe technology from the trimmer, so it helps prevent tugging and tears in your nose and ears. Manscaped is no longer just for below-the-waist grooming, fellas. In addition to products for your face, they now have you covered from head to toe with their new and improved Shears 2.0 Luxury 6-Piece Stainless Steel Nail Kit. And listen, ladies, if you got a special man in your life that's been extra good this year, you know you got to get him something from Manscaped.com. For a limited time, you'll also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. Don't wait. Go to Manscaped.com and use our promo code SAUCE to get 20% off plus free international shipping and the two free gifts. Thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this episode of the Sunday Sauce. We appreciate you. Back to the episode. I'm not even going to lie to you. That was fucking gorgeous. I completely forgot we had an ad today. And the fact that you just that you just did that ad transition, Phil. I got you. It was a work of art. We love to see that. <sighs> Beautiful. You're just sending texts now. You just you do the ad read, and then you start sending texts. And yeah. what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to sit here and watch you fucking text. Yeah. I'm not texting nobody. You know what I'm doing? I'm having a conversation because yeah. that's what polite people do. I need a manager. You do. I'm getting too big. You do. You need a team. <laughs> I know. And we need a fucking team. We need a ma- we need a manager. We do. Patty Trills. We need somebody like, yeah. We need, we need somebody like yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry, seven we months ago. We need a grown man. We, we need we <laughs> or need woman. we need someone to like. Hey, we need this, this, and this. Do at this time. At this time. Yeah, absolutely, manager. How you doing? By the way, I, I want him to be bald too. Brooks. No, but he has to be like here. Oh, here and bald. Yeah. So <laughs> if we step out of line, he he comes, gives us a spuckat. You know, he smacks his own head, then he smacks our asses. Exactly. That's how you got to do it. But yeah, no, it, it gets to a point, you're branching out now. You got roots. You got this root, the podcast. You got this root. Right. The fucking commentary bitch. You got this root, the ad reads. You got this root, homeowner. You got this root, fly jackets. You got this root, getting me comic books for Christmas, which I fucking love, by the way. Peep my Instagram. I'm definitely going to post something. You're going to post that. those? I'm going to post some of my story, right. absolutely. Yeah, I got Vin some nice vintage comic book Ooh. Classic, Very nice. Spider-Man, Captain America. Phil's presence in the mail, as per usual. Last minute, Vinny. Thought it would be here by now. You don't got to get me anything. It's already been, it's already been ordered. Man. It's already been done. It's already been done. It's already in motion. Right. Also, you can't show up with a gift and then play the, you don't got to get me nothing card. What, are you, what do I look like, a schmuck? What do I look like, an asshole to you? <laughs> it's fucking Sunday. It's always so, it's so awkward because sometimes people give me gifts. That I'm like, I didn't know you were getting me a gift. That I'm just like, ah. I'm not mentally prepared to open it. So I always have something stacked, yeah. ready to go. Exactly. My thing, I, I run into the same problem every fucking year. I wait till literally two days, if not three days before Christmas to get, I'm lit, I'm going to fucking Best Buy right after the show. I didn't get my mother, father, brother, nothing yet. Nothing. I'm walking into Best Buy. I'm going to say, listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. I don't know what the fuck to get these people. All right. My family's got the house in Florida. You got an Apple TV 4K. I think they'll like that. For Joey. What do you hey, get? throw the 4K TV what, in there what, too. What do you get the kid that has everything? If all he needs is the, just the gymnasium. You go to the gym. This guy's happy. Rack of dumbbells. So I go, oh, you guys got a switch maybe? An OLED? I know he plays an OLED. Pokemon. Yeah, why not? You got the fucking OLED in the back? Pull it out. Right. And that's the thing too. You walk into a fucking establishment during Christmas. You guys got OLEDs? Oh, we're actually sold out. My friend. You got OLEDs. That's what I mean, dude. We got them in the back, sir. Just step up to the register. I'm completely joking. I've never done that <laughs> in my life. But wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I like to think great? that you can do that at any moment. It would be cool. You got to assume when they say we got no more or something that they actually got more or something. Bro. Every man's got his price, Phil. Money buys everything. That's just what it is. Money talks. It's really, it's, come on, come it's a on. sad reality. It's just, you can get what you want with money. It's the root of all evil. I know. It's dangerous. I know. The devil. Not me, though. The devil wipes his ass with money. Not me, though. Psh, not you. You're, you a, you're the can't holy. tempt me. You're the holy angel. That's it. It's because you have a force field. That's the problem with all these LA people. No force field. They let the money, the fame, the clout They're consume them. They're also just them. dumb. 
Exactly. Somebody just. Someone just bought, bit the dust up there. <laughs> Somebody slipped and hope cracked their head. Hope everybody's okay. What holy, the hell? holy shit over no, here. No, but I actually think that people in LA are just dumber. You know what it is? Yeah. I feel like I'm just operating at a level that's way too high for them. Well, you got to understand that there's a, there's a class system here. We are clearly <laughs> S tier. We're above, Phil, I'm just being honest. <laughs> in New York, we're just, we're, we're bred differently. Yeah. And here's the thing about me and you, to be quite honest, to be blunt, we're the last of a dying breed. I think so. Unless we instill in our children. The values. The, the values, the morals of New York. The virtues. The virtues. Phil, one day, everyone on this planet could just be dumbasses. That's true. And let me tell you, the dumbasses are infiltrating. I had about three <laughs> encounters with three dumbasses at three different places in the last three days. Wow. That's a dumbass a day. Yeah. And I'm not even good at math. Stay home. That's a dumbass to the fourth power right Stay there. Stay home. The Omnicron's going around. Stay in your basement. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. Because I don't yeah. got time to deal with you motherfuckers. Yep. You know what I got time for? The people I love. The people I care about. Chasing the dreams. Chasing the bag. Do you think as you get older, your force field goes down in terms of making friends? Like you got all the people you need? Oh, dude. Dude. No new friends. <laughs> No fucking new friends. I'm actually the complete opposite. I'm always down for new friends, but I get what you're saying. You got to keep the circle tight. I'm talking about like your real friends. You got to keep that tight. But of course, you meet people, right? You have an experience. You go, I, I like the cut of his jib. But we're going we're gonna to interact more. You know those cringy millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs that I make fun of all the time? That laugh like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those guys? Money! <laughs> Exactly, those, those guys. guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, those guys are something else. Dan Pena, the trillion dollar man, the old boomer guy. Mm -hmm. He has a quote. He's like, are you a duck or an, e or an eagle? Eagles fly alone. Ducks fly in packs. <laughs> I'm guessing he wants people to be eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, ducks aren't half bad, though. No, they're not. They're beautiful creatures, especially nice the green, green mallard. The green one. Yeah, dude. I heard a bunch the other day, bro. It was four in the morning. I heard. <laughs> I go, what the fuck? How the fuck are you so good at bird bro, four noises? Four in the morning. Do that Where again. Where <laughs> And there was a bunch of them. Picture that layer. <laughs> right. And, and dude, I, I was thinking to myself. Where are you going? Is that a duck? Is that a goose? What the fuck? And where are they going? They're flying in the dock? What, what if you <laughs> smash into a fucking tree? You know, that, that's, that's a problem. Yep. That's a problem, Phil. You can't be doing that, mate. Have you ever seen a black duck with red eyes? No. Is that a rare breed? Yeah. Look at that thing. Wow, majestic. Look at that thing, man. What is their, like, special ability? Can they breathe fire? Can they survive in fire? It's called the American Coot. Give me a brief description of the American Coot. Also known as a mud hen or a paldo is a bird of the family Rallidae. Though commonly mistaken for ducks, American coots are only distantly related to ducks. The oldest known coot lived to be 22. Wow. <laughs> it's a migratory bird of North America. Lives in the Pacific and southern western United States and Mexico. Here's what I want to know. The longest living bird species. How old can they get? Depends how long their telomeres are. Bro, the surprisingly complex science of bird longevity. Flamingo. No, listen to this. Wisdom, a 69-year-old female Laysan albatross, currently holds the record as the oldest known wild bird. Nine years old? That bird is triple my age, Phil. What, what is it doing? Does it even fly anymore? Can it fly? Is it senile? <laughs> nine oldest birds in the world. Holy shit. We got chili. April 6th. We don't, wait, we don't even know when this thing was born. It's believed to be in its 60s in 2018. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. We got fucking wisdom. All right? Oldest, 68 years old. We got Thou, 19... Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here right 1900 years old. This bird's 80 years old? No way. It, it was 80 years old in 2010. I guess it passed away now. Rest in peace, Thou. <laughs> then we got fucking greater... This motherfucker was 83 in 2014. I didn't know birds had long telomeres. Look at this cookie. Cookie. 83 years old in 2016. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he was at the Brookfield Zoo. 
Get the fuck out of here. Look at this. There's no shot. We got Poncho. Poncho's 92, Phil. 2018. Jesus Christ. His owner was Bex Pets and Exotics in fucking England. Yeah, he would be English. There's English people. They live forever, man. We got Fred, 103 years old. He's from the Bonarong Wildlife Sanctuary in Australia. You know what? There's definitely some pigeons in New York City that are just actual fossils. You ever hear the theory about these motherfucking pigeons? That they're robots? That they're robots and the government's listening in? There's got to be at least one robotic pigeon in all of New York City. Let me let me let me break this down real quick. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm not big in the conspiracies. Some of these pigeons are a little bit too big. And I'm just saying, Phil, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some audio devices on these pigeons under the feathers. I'm not saying they're full-blown robots, but I think they're doing a little surveillance. Also, carrier pigeons. What's up with that? How how, how are you going to train a bird to go to a specific location and drop know. off a letter? To this day, it and makes then come no back. sense. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Cocky Bennett, oldest known bird. Phil, this thing is 102. Look at this fucking thing. This I actually got to put on this on the screen. That's not real. Phil, this bird is 120 years old. That looks like my nutsack. <laughs> after a- this looks like me after a three-day bender. <laughs> Holy shit. He's barely hanging on. He's 120. He's got no feathers left, this poor thing. Well, you know, 120, though, you lived a good life. You know, Phil? That's it. I aspire to be that. How old do you think you're going to live? 41. I'm sorry, you say 41? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I better start saying my goodbyes. Not 41, Phil. At this rate, for sure. Yeah? I thought you had a very healthy lifestyle. You're going on marathons and shit. Nah, it's it's the mental state. Thought we were in a good place. What happened? I'm going to start balding real soon. Keeps, baby. <laughs> there you go. Guess what you got to do. No. I, I ordered their, uh, I'm sponsored by them on the main channel. I got some uh, thickening shampoo coming in. Nice. Very excited about that. Shout out to Benjamin. I told Ben, I said, you better come to New York soon. Benny boy, or I'll be in your walls, Ben. I'll be hiding your walls. I'll pop through the sheetrock when you're least expecting it. <laughs> you doing, Benjamin? You got the man deals, baby. He secured a lot of bags for next year already. He's our manager that's not here. He's too broken. He needs he needs to be nerfed, if we're being honest. And uh, He needs yeah. to clone himself. Imagine two Bens. So we can have a Ben here. Absolutely. Oh, wow, Kwanzaa's on the 26th. I, I never knew that. It's 24th Christmas Eve, 25th Christmas Day. Doesn't Hanukkah change every, every year? Hanukkah started on the 29th. It's the 28th to the 6th. You get the eight crazy nights, right? I don't know what that is. One day of presents. Hell no. We get the eight crazy nights. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's eight There's eight candles on the menorah, right? Is that what's called? The menorah? Mm-hmm. I haven't said that word in fucking years. Menorah. I definitely didn't spell that right. Hanukkah is... The Festival of Light. Okay, so it starts Sunday, November 28th and goes to Monday, December. What? So Hanukkah's been over? It's been done, dude. Hanukkah, also known as the Festival of Lights, a Jewish festival commemorate. Com- oh, don't tell me. Commemorating. There, you there go. we go. The recovery of Jerusalem and a subsequent red. Fill that word, please. You got it. I got you. Uh... Rededication. Rededic. No, stop. Come on. That <laughs> I've been a come hard on. One. Jesus fucking Christ. I never see that word. I got to buy you books. Rededication of the second temple at the beginning of the. Phil? <laughs> Ma- Maccabean? Yeah. Maccabean revolt against the. All right, what the fuck are we reading? Uh, sum it up for us in the comments, please. I don't even know what the hell I just read. The, the big words make my brain meats hurt, you know? Your brain meats? Yeah, it's a dashy quote. What type of meats you got in there? Some Big. Gabagool? Some fucking gabagoo and some pig hide. Do you like gabagool? Phil, I'm going to ask you to rephrase that in a way that states, yes, clearly I like gabagool. Please. Do you really, though? Are you fucking kidding me? What would you say is your favorite type of, like, Italian meat? Supersat. Supersat? Yeah, the spicy Italian sausage. Not a bad answer. I would probably say, I would probably say capicola is my favorite. Also known as the gabagoo. <laughs> my Amela, my Zia, forget about it. Does anyone in your family make those? My grandmother, still to this day, has the fucking sausages hanging in the fucking basement. That's how you know. You walk through like you're like this. It's like a forest down there. It smells of, like fucking meat down here. It smells like meat and potatoes. Back in the day, they used to, the old Italian men would make wine and they put it in like the flask. Yeah. My grandmother too. Garage, big barrel, stepping on grapes. I want that in stepping my life. Stepping on a grapes. I want to drink wine out of a leather sack. 
My father made homemade wine. It was called Gang of Three. That's what he named it? It's a beautiful name. There's three brothers. Right. John, Jimmy, Joey. Johnny, Jimmy, Joey. You could have guessed that. Right? Yeah. You could have put 50K on the line. I would have yeah, gotten that 100%, right. 100% you would have gotten it right. And the fourth answer would be Tony. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was called Gang of Three. Let me tell you something right now. We, we would crush a bottle every night in the summer. Was it dry? Was it fruity? What was it like? It was, it was fruity and it didn't have an aftertaste and it would get you right. It would get you right. Never left. Always right. <laughs> you know why, Phil? Because when you go right, you move forward. Think about when you read a book. Well, you turn the pages. Turn to the left, but you go right. You understand what I'm saying? No. <laughs> it's like when you scroll on an iPhone. Old people don't understand this. Older generation, when they say, oh, go down. And you start moving your finger up. No, no, I meant go up. They don't understand scrolling. On which device? On like any touchscreen device. You ever notice that? Like, for example, if I told you to scroll down, what would you do? You'd go up, no? You'd scroll yeah, the yeah, page yeah, yeah. down. I got you. They think it's the opposite. I says, listen to me, I understand there's a generational gap, but you got to understand scrolling. What is it with older people and technology? Like, yes, we were born into a generation that's normalized. It's not difficult. It's not. They treat it as if it's like a foreign creature and it's going to bite them if they do something wrong. For example, you're right. Technology is getting easier, but yet the older generation may still have problems with it. Like, for example, you hand somebody an iPhone, swipe to unlock. Hmm. That's a, that's hey, Siri, one. unlock? <laughs> the fuck am I doing? It's like, yo, you just, whoop. Easy. I don't. Oh, you want to make a phone call? Phone button. Yeah, I don't understand it. That's all you got to do. Or have, are your parents like this on the computer? Say, I have this window open. They go like this. Oh, just a very slow very, moving. Yeah. yeah, as if when they when they X out of like a tab, it's going to explode. Yeah. You know what it is too? I, I think it's just the comfort of knowing like, yeah, you can just grab a trackpad and move your finger around very quickly, close something, whatever. They're not used to like the tactile feeling of a trackpad they're like this is foreign to me i'm just putting my finger on aluminum and moving it around you know meanwhile me and you we were young fucking stallions i don't know like djs out here it went, it went, it went. scrolling up and down the iphone changed everything in 2007 steve jobs was a genius and i don't want to hear anything but that phil but also i don't know if you guys have noticed this i feel like every old person or older person has the same iphone where like all yeah. the apps are in the exact same locations, their yeah. notifications well, are like they don't maxed know, out. They don't know if you hold down the icons, they do the little wiggle and you can move them. <laughs> they don't know about that. Which by the way, when that first came out, it was the craziest new feature. They were on the stage, they were just like, so if you want to move an app around, you just tap it, hold it, and they start doing a little wiggle. The crowd was like, whoa, <laughs> Something we take just so for granted. Oh, I want a widget here. Do you use widgets on your iPhone? No. I have one for the stock market. When I swipe to the left, stonks. I have my Robinhood widget. Yeah. I have a Snapchat widget. I have a calendar to do widget. I have my my Fitness Pal widget, battery widget. But they're all on like a widgets page. You're all about the widgets. See, some people have the widgets within their actual app tray, if you will. That's that's some sophisticated shit. I'm not on that level. I wish I was, but I'm not. You ever see those themes on the iPhone where like you can get like a noir theme or it's all like black and very cool and the icons change and shit. Is that like native to iPhones or like, is that like a third pro third party program? I think it's an app, but I know when you used to jailbreak iPhones, you'd be able to, uh, you ever jailbreak an iPhone? I have jailbroken an iPhone. I jailbroke an iPod. The iPod touch. And I think it made me like, it allowed me to like make calls or some shit. That's pretty sick. I don't know what. I'm not even gonna lie to you. My iPod Touch had a Mountain Dew can as the slider. Remember the little arrow, like the block? Yes. I had it as a Mountain Dew can. I didn't even like Mountain Dew, but I was like, look at my fucking iPod, Mountain Dew. And the best thing, remember, you download iBeer when apps became available, and you would drink the beer, and the beer would go down as you tilted the phone. I do remember that. That was good. The razor that I have, or the buzzer, excellent. What would that do? You just, you just fucking can shave shit. <laughs> There was, a, there was a lighter. It would like put a lighter on the screen. You'd move the flame around with the mm -hmm. accelerometer. The accelerometer was a game changer. And then we added the gyroscope. Wherever the phone goes, it knows where it's going. Have you ever been in New York City and used your GPS and it points you in the opposite direction? 
Like your Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean? I was noticing that the other night, actually. It, it doesn't really work well. What like when is you need that? to walk somewhere, we were, I was trying to get to the tree. Bro, does not work. The the little arrow will like point right, but the fucking street you have to go is yeah. left. It, I think it's just because there's so many devices. Think about how many people are using GPS in Manhattan. It must be like an overload. It just doesn't work, though. <laughs> when you're on Manhattan, you are in, on the island, my friend. What? Manhattan's an island. Yeah, it is. That was me using an island boy voice. It wasn't ideal. I got a date with Pete Davidson tonight. Speaking oh, of, oh shit, you going to Staten Island? He's yeah. Gonna do you dirty? Yeah, he's gonna. gonna he's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna dick me down. Shit. Well, that's a Christmas <laughs> present. Pete Davidson. You think he can get any woman in the world? He couldn't get me. He can try to use his charm. Won't work. Do you think he's that funny? When he's just like chilling. I think we're funnier. You think so? I think so. Not to compare. Him. <laughs> He's funny. Yeah. He's not funny. He's not that funny. Listen, Phil, we walk into a room, the lights go on. I don't care if the power's out. You know what I'm saying, Phil? Yeah. We have that uh, electric personality That gestalt. I don't know what that means. It has no application to how I used it. A gestalt is like when you make a pot of coffee Mm. or in a pizza oven, Mm -hmm. when it like, we've talked about this. Say you keep cooking pizza in a pizza oven, what happens? All the guck on the bottom. Yeah, but it like, it becomes part of the oven. Yeah, yeah. That's a gestalt. I see what you're saying, though. We gestalt onto people. You understand? Like a fungus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At first, you're like, ah, ish. It's burning. Oh, no. Oh, oh. It's a part of me now. Yeah. We're part of everybody's Sunday. I mean, I think we've had this conversation, too. You can get two pizza makers, right? Mm-hmm. With the exact same ovens. Exact. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Two pizza makers. Yes. Exact same ingredients. Exact same technique. Two different ovens. Different taste. They're coming out different. 100%. 1,000%. 1 trillion. So you can say that a pizza place kind of depends on the gestalt of the oven. That's why when you have one of those places serving families for 90 plus years and you walk in, they have all the dollar bills on the wall. Yeah. That's how you know. I tell you, I tell you right now, I tell you once, I tell you again, you walk into a pizzeria in fucking New York, in Manhattan. And you see dollar bills the Bronx, on the wall. Brooklyn. Forget it. You're about to get a good slice. Queens. I want to make some pizza. We should make some pizza. I want to see you make a pizza. Listen, I'll make you a pizza. It'd be nice. Do you still have the techniques down? It's like riding a bike. You <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a little rusty, but I got it. Taking the dough out is just so satisfying. How old were you when you learned how to ride a bike? Eighth grade. I was a late bloomer. Oh, my I Lord. I learned you on were a one little, of those kids. Bling, bling, little Barbie bike at a fucking block party. And when oh, I learned, it, w- it was over. I told you this before, bro. I think I was like three. Yeah. Well, you're advanced. I was going on the highway in my sketches. Oh, you're on a motorcycle? <laughs> Dude, I was wild. Did you ever have Heelys? Just fucking Did I have gliding? Heelys? You did. Of course. It's excellent. I used to, I told you, you know, all my friends would be like, yo, go to ride bikes. I'd be on my fucking scooter hauling ass behind them. The Razor scooter or the, like, uh, electric one? I had a scooter with the, it was a Razor scooter that instead of just the long plank, it had two little planks. You had that one? I called it Scooty. You would run in between, you would jump up and then glide. But the speed- You had the tricycle scooter? I had the tricycle scooter. Oh my God. Called it Scooty. Had a good time. How do we get along? How do we get along? Yeah. Yeah. You see the comment last week? Phil and Vinny on paper should never have been friends. I found that I didn't so see that. funny because <laughs> it's so true. We just have such a different uh, a take on a lot of things. But that's what makes a podcast good. If we just sat here and fucking agreed on everything, it would be a guy had the fucking, nightmare. This guy had a tricycle scooter. How'd the last episode do? Nine views? Yeah, nine views. Here we go. We're, up, we're up since eight views. We're good. <laughs> it's been a beautiful week. <laughs> beautiful week indeed. I want to see a lot of engagement on this episode. Listen, I know everyone's on the fucking Remember on the w- holiday season. We asked for like, hey, can we get like 200 comments? And then we got like 400. Yeah. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is ask. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe we should ask at the beginning of the episodes while everyone's still fresh in here. How you guys doing? Hit the like button, leave a comment, subscribe, share with a friend. Imagine we hit like a million subs by next Tuesday. You might. We might have to do it. So you know how I did that Mr. Beast giveaway thing? Mm-hmm. Where I bought 10 tickets yeah. for the raffle of for the, the Lamborghini? Lamborghini, right? Yeah. You know what I won? Socks? 10 mini fucking Lamborghinis. Oh, really? Yeah. So wait, does everyone win something? Or do yeah. you, did you... Oh, okay. The name of the thing is everyone gets a car. That's right. You were telling me that. Okay. And there's cool. four possible options. You can get a mini car, get a remote control car. You can get one of those like kid cars that you go up and down the street in or like a legit Lamborghini 
And I didn't know going in, they were kind of like vague about if I buy 10 tickets, am I getting 10 prizes? Mm. So I did, which was the maximum. And I got 10 of the worst prizes. So I have 10 mini fucking Mr. Beast still, Lambos hey, now. Still, still cool. Still got a product. Yeah, I got a monopoly on the market. I'm going to resell it. Yeah, you should sign them. Yeah. Sign them with a nice Sharpie. Yeah, they're Mr. Beast Lambos, but they were signed by Phileon. So they increased by value oh, yeah. for 50%. Send them over to me. I'll put a little Charmander inside. And then Charmander will be driving that little Pokemon flare in there. You know, I'll send them to PSA and we'll get them rated. These oh, are yeah. PSA 10 Mr. Beast Lambos. Signed by Philly on. Charmander added by original <laughs> yeah. 151. Logan's doing another box break on Christmas yeah. Day. What, $3.8 million box? Well, he bought, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, guys, but he bought a sealed box, which is apparently only one of one that exists right now in the world. And inside of that box, I think, is six of the boxes that are like 400000 so he has a box that's just like $3.6 million of cards in there. But he's doing a giveaway tomorrow if you like sign up for this app that he's an investor in. What now, I think it's called. <laughs> Bro. He's giving away the $36,000 packs for free. All you gotta do is like go to the live stream. What? Yeah. It's not, it's not like, it's just like a raffle. Like you go to this app, you watch the stream, you get selected and they send you the packs. It's pretty sweet actually. What's the name of the thing? What now, I think, or what? What live? He's an investor shit. in this. He said he was an investor in it. Yeah, I think that's what he said. I was watching uh, Impulsive yesterday. I'm pretty sure he talked about it. No, that's not it. I don't think. What the fuck is it called? I'm gonna type in Logan Paul box break giveaway. Let's see. Uh, the app is. Let me see. What not app? What not? So you got to download the Whatnot app. You got to follow Logan's Whatnot profile by the 25th of December. Attend the live stream at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you must be watching for a chance to win. And apparently he has this new, we were talking about the new project or whatever, and you made a joke that it was the Crypto Zoo, but apparently something like really big that he's been working on is coming. So what, he has, oh, okay, buy, sell, go live. So this Whatnot is a marketplace to buy, sell, and go live. I'm confused by this though. So it's a live streaming platform where you can buy and sell stuff. It's actually pretty cool. That's interesting. Interesting. Everything is so what not digital these days. Imagine I went. So how much are they paying him? Well, I don't know. He's got to be more than 3.6 million. No. Well, the box is in three point six million. The box, the box that he's giving away is like four to five hundred k, I think. So he's just giving away one box. He's giving away all the packs in the box, yeah, to thirty six separate box. people. Yep. Gotcha. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I'm probably just from the fucking traffic alone to the to the app. It's worth that amount of money. You know what I mean? You know how many people are gonna fucking sign up? I'm signing up. <laughs> I want a pack, bro. Maybe I'll get the Charizard this time. Yeah, maybe. It's a Christmas miracle out here, Phil. People were really mad about this. About what? Him buying a $3.5 million box. Well, people get mad about fucking everything. This is nothing new. This is the world we live in. Everybody's angry. You know why everybody's angry? Why? Because it's recreational anger. Shout out to my buddy Joey Rogues. He talks about this. Who's, Who's Joey Rogues, yeah. you ask? Joe Rogies. Uh, Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, what are you Phil, oh, my boy. You guys are hanging out all the time. Hmm. I still can't believe Tim the ta Tap. Tatman. Tim the Tapman. I keep thinking his name is Tim the Tapman. No. Yeah, it is. Tatman. That's his name. That's his name. I thought it was Tim the Tapman. We've talked about this before. No. I thought he was a tap dancer. No. I might start dancing. I can't. I'm looking for all the new hobbies, Phileon. Got any ideas for me? Disc golf. We could do that together. When's the last time you went? Excuse me. Four days ago. How'd it go? Did you score a lot of points? Is it a pretty points? good? Uh, you get really good quick if you if you're disciplined. If you're disciplined. If if you learn the technique, can you practice like in your backyard, or do you yeah, have to go dude. to a field? Uh, you could practice your accuracy and putting in your backyard for sure. That's very cool, actually. Your accuracy and putting. Yeah, but they call it field work when you get like you go out to the field with like a a stand, mm -hmm. not the stand, like the chain thing. Okay. And you start banging chains from far out. Start banging some chains. That's what it's called. Hey, listen, we could go out and play some disc golf, bang some fucking chains. Yeah, dude. I'll call you the young chain banger. Hell yeah, dude. 
It's a young chain banger. Also, I found a very, very... It looks... I didn't read the full thing, but it looks like a very interesting Grandmother of the Week submission. Let's see it. Because I see some baby goats, Phil. Let's see it. All right. Let's pull this up. So this was sent to us from Michael Regan, who said, Hey, fellas, hope all is well. Miss or my grandma Lydia is turning 92 on Thanksgiving this year. Though her memory isn't what it used to be, she is still caring, kind, and always charming to talk to. She loves to talk about her farm life of raising sheep, goats, and chickens. She also quite literally wrote the book on how to raise pygmy goats. So she actually wrote a book. That's pretty dope. I've included a link to her book. If you ever find yourself needing to raise a few goats, I don't have a good picture of her, but attach some of the photo. Uh, but but attach are some photos of her beloved pygmy goats. We love you, Lydia, from Mike in Boston. Yo, there's an eBay link to the book. I'm Look telling at these you right now, pygmy goats. Bro, I'm putting the link to this in the description. Look you at guys, these cute little things, man. There's got to be someone that watches this podcast or listens to it that does like goats. Dude, I want a pygmy goat. Oh my god, look how cute, Phil. That looks like me. They're mad cute. Dude, they're so little until they grow into big behemoth goats. Well, it's a pygmy goat, so they're not going to grow. Oh, that's what pygmy means? They're tiny? Yeah. Like teacup? Yes. Teacup doggies? Yes, sir. You ever hear of the... Never mind. Don't want to drop that knowledge? No. Aren't we just so fascinating as podcast hosts that we just about to bring up a particular substance of discussion and we just go, eh. Yeah, you know what? Not on Christmas. You see Jorge Masvidal call out Jake Paul? <laughs> Listen. Jorge Masvidal. Mr. Masvidal, don't take the fight. Because let me tell you right now, and you're going to hear this first on Sunday Sauce, and people are going to laugh at me, maybe. Jake is going to sleep you, my guy. <laughs> yeah, there's no do one that can not, beat Jake Paul. Do not fuck with this dude, all right? Because he will make a meme out of you. You know that song? I'll make a man out of you. This is... I'm Jakey Beat. I'm making meme out of you, baby. Did you see this video? Was he just like snowboarding and shit? He's in a robe on a mountaintop skiing down. <laughs> Some beautiful quality footage right here. Should we, should we watch it? Yeah, you know, put the audio on. Let's hear it. I'm going to make Brooks not have to edit anything. This is today called it's I'm nice going to embarrass Christmas. you and knock you the fuck out. Okay. Oh, is this a Jake Paul? For the YouTube subscribers. Well, subscribe already. Hit the fucking like button and subscribe for I knock your ass out, man. I ain't fucking with you, man. It's pretty. It's a pretty good way to get people to hit the like button. I'm not gonna lie. Pretty legit. Drone shot. Nice drone shot coming through the mountain peaks. Wow. What the fuck? This guy's a professional skier. You know what? I am gonna put this on the screen. This is beautiful. Brooks, I'm sorry. Merry Christmas, buddy. He doesn't have any poles. <laughs> He's just literally gliding. Yeah. Is that really hard? That's really hard to do, right? I mean, I'm a ski noob. I think so. Wow. Bay County, Hialeah, Miami Gardens, Offset, Coleridge, Richmond Heights. What is going on? Flagler. He's naming Bay places. The whole Day County, we're in this bitch. We made it to the top of the mountain. You know, we got to say Sick fucking Versace road. Right? It's Versace, right? Oh, South Florida, what's up? Orlando, everybody, the whole Florida, what's up? I'm off the injury list, and these little bitches don't want to sign the contract. The contract's been handed. It's in their fucking face. They know I'm off the injury list. I'm trying to get some paychecks, but in the meanwhile, since I can't rip these bitches up, I'm gonna go rip these mountains up. When you little pussies get bored of calling my name out and actually want to sign the contract from that dude that works at the, the little actress that works in the Disney Channel, I forgot his name, that just fought. That little bitch that sells cheap ass. When he sleeps, your ass ain't gonna be talking shit, boy. I can't wait for that fight. Get it, man. By the way, Brendan Schaub was talking about how he thinks that Jake is eventually going to fight Connor. Bro, that is going to be the most epic fucking thing ever. Connor fucking McGregor. Can you imagine the shit talk those two are going to fucking dish at each other? That's going to be peak entertainment. Well, I mean, you know where my alliance lies because I'm all about that bread. Mm. So I'm just going to bet on Jake Paul every single time. I mean, dude, we're trying to make some He's money. He's the boxer right? of our generation. Listen. I, I, I want to be his water boy. On a serious note. <laughs> I want to rub his shoulders out. Yeah. I want to fan him in a corner with a giant green leaf like yeah. this. And feed him grapes. Good fight, Jake. You got this, buddy. Right from the vine. Forget it. I'm just saying, man. Connor's a smaller human. I, I think Jake might. I think Jake might sleep him too. Listen, if you're from Ohio and you have GP coming at you as your dad. 
Forget it. You're you not can't lose. Everybody. You can't lose. Yo, Yo what's up, GP? folks? GP coming at you. GP coming at you. My son's going to hit you with that right cross, baby. GP coming at you. <laughs> Forget it, dude. Forget it. Listen, I'm excited to see. Oh, God, we're playing this again. <laughs> It really is. It's the best opening. Yo, folks. Holy shit. Phil. Do you remember when <laughs> his fucking sex tape was leaked? And he's like, listen, you can work for us. I want to use your skill sets for the good things in this world. Who said that? GP. To who? The fucking guy who leaked it. He wanted, he wanted to hire the guy that leaked the sex tape. Yes. That's crazy. That is absurd. You didn't, you never, you never heard that? I don't think so, no. Holy shit. You want to see his reaction? Not really. Okay. Maybe next time when it's not Christmas <laughs> and there's a lot of holiday cheer Yo, in the air. Yo, what's up, folks? Yo, Merry Christmas, folks. Listen, I am going to Best Buy. I'm going to get some last minute presents. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa! I am built to be a jockey. Vinny, good shit right there. Um, I'm hoping they can wrap the shit there too. That'd be pretty dummy busted Brax in the fifth. I don't think they can do that. I'm be like, yo, you guys don't have like a wrapping system. Like, you guys don't got any elves back here. You guys ain't, Santa's not in the back fucking whipping out iPads. What the fuck? But yeah, it's going to be a great little uh, trip. I think my Tesla has about three miles before it dies. So that's going to be a fucking fun situation. Forgot to plug it in. That's going to be great. No, your Tesla is going to operate on Christmas cheer today. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a Christmas mode where the car on the UI screen turns into a sleigh and reindeer, mm. and then it just plays Christmas music. It's fucking sick. That's fucking dummy OP. Anyways, dude. I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to work out, do a stream. Got to be at my grandmother's by five, and then the food will be commenced. It will be consumed, Villian. We love you guys. Have a very Merry Christmas. All right. Listen to me. Have a Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Say hello to your grandmother for me. We love you guys. Take care. Brush your hair. Peace.